And now, Match Wrestling Podcast presents Podcast Promo Rumble 6, The Pre-Launch Show. Welcome everybody to the Podcast Promo Rumble 6 pre-launch show. I am the Podcast Machine, Mike Larkin, and allow me to reintroduce you to the reigning Max Wrestling World Champion, the face that runs the place, the Captain, Captain Adam. Thank you very much, Mike. I'm kind of getting the feeling of how you felt for all those years when you carried gold around. Hey man, it is what it is. That's the price of carrying the gold, brother. Uh, yes, we are two days away from the first promo special of 2021, the 30th special overall and i can't wait to get things underway with the knowledge title same here so joining us today for the knowledge championship he is the former max wrestling knowledge champion one of the co-hosts of the talking taker podcast one of my favorite people mr alex dorio alex how you doing this morning i am glad to be here i am glad to be back to try to reclaim my championship that I uh, slept through defending last time, so uh, <laughs> I'm wide awake, and ready to ready to get it back. It just means I get to be a two-time champion now, you know. It's cool yeah. because Phoenix did exactly the same thing when he lost it. Yeah. <laughs> so turnabout's fair play. That's right. That's right. And also one of the challengers going into the Max Wrestling Knowledge Championship. You guys heard her last year in the Iron Bank Challenge. You've heard her on this show on an edition of In the Hot Seat with yours truly. We are ready to chat this morning with my girl, a wrestling gal pal herself, my wrestling gal podcast, Ella J. Ella, how you doing? I'm doing great. Great to be here. How are you guys? Can't complain, man. You're killing it on the interview front, doing the damn thing on your end. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Of course, it's an honor to be here, too. An honor to be invited back. All right. All right, then, so let's get things going. Phoenix will be joining us on Thursday if he doesn't sleep through. <laughs> but <laughs> one of today's participants will be in the head-to-head final. Maybe both of them, depending on how Phoenix does. So the first round, over to Mike. It is best of five. Five questions each. One minute to answer all five. And before, uh, you, before you begin, Mike, I better uh, explain what the timing noise is, because when the time runs out, you will hear this noise. That is the rock with the diesel horn. Oh, okay. No way out 2002, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. One minute begins, Mike, when you ask the first question to Alex. All right, Alex, here we go, Mr. Dorio. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, first question. Todd Grisham and Ivory hosted what recap show in 2004? Uh, Afterburn. The WWE Experience. In January 2007, Kenny Dykstra scored three consecutive victories over what WWE Hall of Famer? Ric Flair. Yes. What type of match did Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson have at the King of the Ring 2000 for the hardcore title? <laughs> believe that was a hardcore evening gown match. Hell to the air. Why can't we just dance with Sung but by what WWE diva on the WWE original CD? Uh, can you repeat that? Yes, sir. Why can't we just dance with Sung by what WWE diva on the WWE original CD? Wow. Um, Mickey James. Stacy Keebler. Booker hmm. T wrestled what poem-loving former WWE Tag Team Champion at No Way Out 2005? Heidenreich. Yes. And 10 seconds to spare. 
Uh, was Mickey James on Originals? <laughs> no, this is before. That was she should have been. <laughs> yeah, she. Was that TNA. was before her, right? <laughs> yeah, she was in a, with the TNA. Alexis Lurie. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I forgot how long ago Originals came out. I knew it was like mid two thousands. Yeah, I just could not think of who was around that time. Yeah, so I just went with somebody I knew who sang, and I knew it was wrong. When you have classic songs like Put a Little Ass on It by Rikishi and (laughs) (laughs) We've Had Enough by the Dudleys, and Trish Stratus actually having a nice ballad with I Just Want You, man. Those are the classics. I remember being outraged when I saw Stone Cold had five tracks, and they turned out to be skits. Yep, with Jim Johnson, yep. I thought we were going to hear Stone Cold sing. Well, we also had Booker T rap. You know, we're saying about guns and thugs. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yep. Uh, okay, so it's three out of five for Alex. All right, Ella, are you ready for your question? I, I Let's go for it. Okay. First question. Cherie Crowley is the real name of what NXT superstar? Oh, Dakota Kai. Yes. Val Venus wrestled Mankind at No Mercy in what year? 2001. 1999. The Wave of the Future and the Flex Capacitor are signature maneuvers of what AEW and former Impact star? Repeat that. The Wave of the Future and the Flex Capacitor are signature moves of what AEW and former Impact star? Let's go with Cody Rhodes. Kazarian. In Lucha Underground, Cobra Moon was the name of which current AEW star? I don't know. Thunder Rosa. John Morrison wrestled Jeff Hardy in what type of match at New Year's Resolution in 2007? Ladder match? Steel cage match. Ah. And score of one. But there's plenty of rounds to come. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the mat. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the mat. Round two is bell to bell. So if anybody needs a refresher, you literally get two matches, and all you got to do is say which one lasted the longest. Um, Mike, who are you going to ask first? All right, you know what? Since we're in order here, we'll go with Mr. Alex Dorio first. Mr. Alex Dorio, both of these matches are Triple H matches. Okay. All right, The first one is seconds this time. Okay. The first one is Triple H versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from Survivor Series 2000 or Triple H versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 17. Which one lasted the longest? Oh, that's tough. Um, I'm going to go WrestleMania, Triple H and Undertaker. All right, stop the clock. Triple H versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 17 lasted 18 minutes and 19 seconds. And Triple H versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from Survivor Series 2000 lasted 25 minutes and 10 seconds. Oh, dang. (laughs) That was just 25 minutes of Triple H bleeding and Stone Cold drinking beer. <laughs> Pretty much. And they get the car flipped over? Yes. Yeah. From the crane. And then Triple H was back like two weeks later. Can I tell you that was my favorite part of SmackDown? Here comes the pain getting re- to recreate that during your season <laughs> mode when you're playing. Yes. That was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Was. Whew. 
Now, Miss Ella J, you have one of Daz's favorite wrestlers to talk about as far as Bill the Bell goes, and that is none other than Bill Goldberg. Are you ready for your Goldberg matches? Let's go for it. Both matches are 30 seconds long. Shut up. I love you, man. Okay, here we go. Ella, the first bout is Goldberg versus The Rock from Backlash 2003 or Goldberg versus Chris Jericho from Bad Blood 2003. Which one lasted the longest? Goldberg and Jericho. Okay, stop the clock. Goldberg versus Chris Jericho at Bad Flood 2003 lasted 10 minutes and 53 seconds. And Goldberg versus The Rock at Backlash 2003 lasted 13 minutes and 3 seconds. All right, scores stay the same, and everybody's just amazed Goldberg wrestled over 10 minutes. Hey, man, I remember watching that debut at Backlash 03. I remember watching him just go through. They both traded finishers, and it was actually not bad. Yeah, he wasn't bad in 2003. It's just... Now, yeah, yeah, that was 18 years ago. He's <laughs> exactly. still main eventing. Hey, when you have a feud with somebody, friggin' throws a paint on your car, and then you're spearing little Nate, man, that's hardcore right there. Poor little Nate got turned inside out. Yeah, he did. Didn't he crack one or two of Rock's ribs as well with a spear? Yes, damn. Okay, round three is missing champion. Uh, similar to title sequence, except there's a champion missing from the sequence instead of at the end of it. Um, so Alex has United States. Ella has the Divas Championship. Over to you, Mike. All right, Mr. Alex Dorio. For the United States Championship, your sequence is Kofi Kingston, Dean Ambrose, and Rusev. Who was missing? Ooh, uh, E, um, Biggie. All right, stop the clock. And no, it was Seamus. Seamus is missing Uh, between Ambrose and Rusev. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, Miss Ella J in the Divas Championship. Are you ready? Sure. Your sequence is Layla, Eve Torres, AJ Lee. Who is missing? Caitlin? 2013? Yes, yeah. correct. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yep, Kayla's missing between Eve and AJ. Correct. And after that, it was just Paige, AJ Lee, Paige, AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Thank you both for joining us. We will definitely see one of you on Thursday, perhaps both. In the meantime, let's get those shows plugged. Ladies first, Ella, where can people find you? People can find our Wrestling Gal podcast. All the links are on our WrestlingGal.com, but you can also listen on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere you find your podcast, basically. All right, and looking to reclaim a title, Alex. Hey, everybody, go check out Talking Taker. We are digging up the career of The Undertaker one pay-per-view match at a time, and we are this close to hitting the last ride. We've got about uh, seven or eight episodes left. We've been on this journey for three years, so uh, there's plenty of content you can go check out. You can go binge them all, catch up, pop in, jump around. Uh, We'd just love to have you join us. Nice. So it may, may reach the end just around Promo Mania season. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll hit it uh, right mid-March, right around then. Oh, yeah, so just before. Cool. All right, thank you again both for joining us, and we will see what happens on Thursday with the Phoenix, hopefully. Match Wrestling Podcast is about all wrestling. WWE, Impact, and AEW. And we got promos. I love to entertain all of you. I've said it time after time again that I am the most passionate person when it comes to these promos. I am the one that makes your blood boil. We got trivia. Who portrayed the fake Undertaker at SummerSlam 1994? That'd be uh, Brian Lee. Mark Capani is the real name of what former WWE superstar. I believe that's Muhammad Hassan. So join us every Thursday on the Mac Wrestling Podcast and take it to the Mac. Go to MacWrestlingUK.weebly.com for more information. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Mac Wrestling Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Madhouse. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube.com slash Wrestling. This Thursday is Podcast Promo Rumble 6 and all three championships are on the line. Before we get to Thursday, we're going to see Cypher and Daniel Crimmins in a promo exhibition in just a bit. You've already seen Alex Dorio and LJ's quest for the knowledge title begin. And we still have Phoenix to defend the title on Thursday. And the two people with the highest scores will battle head-to-head. But... The Phoenix is looking to add to his title collection as well, Mike, as he has been given a rematch for the promo championship by the reigning champion Moses Marquez following their draw at the Maxis last month. I think what's really cool about it is Phoenix, who is relatively new to the promo game, is doing his thing, coming into his own. I mean, when you have a draw going against Moses and Moses' first title defense being a draw, it shows you something, you know, and it shows him on the grind. Same with Moses. Moses is doing his thing on the grind, and we have that rematch. And now it's also a role reversal because last year he was going for the promo championship. Now Moses defending and you have phoenix in a primal spot where he could be like yours truly holding the knowledge and promo championship at the same doggone time so that's he i look forward to seeing what phoenix does i look forward to seeing mo does and what it's going to be his second title defense here podcast yeah well i was going to say there, there's some slight parallels to you um phoenix joined the promo game in the king of the mic last year and yes, he's evolved and he's so he's gone from knowledge to promo uh, yeah, now he's in the title picture, thanks to the fans that voted. Well, I look at it from a stance to you got guys like Teddy and you had guys like Chris Maldonado. I mean, a lot of people love those guys, but I think what's new, what's, what's interesting is you rarely see Phoenix up in the mix like this. And then you just have that overall thing with him being the demon of the Welsh Valleys, being, you know, welcome to my domain. You add that from what we've had from the uh, audio standpoint that we've had in the past with him cutting the promos. Now here he is on video, so ain't no stopping him now, if you will, to to, uh, quote Shelton Benjamin's old team song, you know? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the ironic thing is, before we started doing serious promo competition, Phoenix probably has the most promos than anybody. Um, 
I take great part in having him cut those <laughs> Yes, you did. <laughs> so, he, he's definitely tried to change his character a little bit too. In, his, in the last promo we saw from Phoenix, he was a little bit more human before transforming into the demon that we've become accustomed to. So, he's trying to add another dimension to that character. Well, first and foremost, is Phoenix really human with how he does what he does in his sleep and all the good stuff? But I digress. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's a creature tonight. Creature of the night. Uh, but no, when it comes to Phoenix, I like that little transition. You know what I'm saying? It, it builds you up to something great when you get to this demon character. Yeah, he's looking pretty comfortable in his own skin as well. Uh, no pun intended. I like it, man. I like it. I <laughs> think he is. And when it comes to Moses Marquez, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, he's got that swag on 100,000 megawatts looking to go in and come out with the promo title. He's ready to go, bro. So, I mean, hey, he can go on, go on until the break of dawn. But Moses Marquez is in for a hell of a battle if last month was any indication. And with Phoenix on the prowl and he's hungry, he's looking to end Moses Marquez's reign before he even gets started. Because if Moses takes that L in this bout, he will officially be the shortest reigning promo champion in podcast promo rumble here. Which I'm, which I'm sure uh, Travis is going to love. Yes. <laughs> the and also the fact... And I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, man, but god dang, man. And also, you got to look at Phoenix on the other side of things with the knowledge title. That belt at this event isn't the best. It's kind of cursed, if you will, because there's only yeah. been one person to retain at that event, that being me. But I'm also one of the people that lost at this event. And Phoenix at this event last year lost it after holding it for a month to who did he lose to? Moses Marquez. Yep. Um, the Rumble is very unlucky for knowledge champions it's actually pretty lucky for promo champions though both defenses have been successful so far yes amir let me tell you something bitch against Monet leon and travis beat moses last year yeah <clears throat> but again with moses you you never quite know what to expect i mean obviously we see him in his car a lot when it comes to tournament promos but when the title's on the line he completely brings out all these big guns and different gimmicks and different characters so he he re he goes big money mo. That he does. Then he speaks Japanese at times, and he thinks he's Okada. Yeah, yeah, he's he's learned Japanese too. Yeah, he has. Damn. Uh, okay, of course. Uh, the as we said, the Phoenix is looking to add to his collection. He's currently improving and wants to become a triple crown champion. He is, of course, uh, the current knowledge champion for the third time, only three time knowledge champion. He's a former predictions champion, so yeah, the promo title would make him a triple crown champion. He is also, of course, the first Iron Bank winner. Um, so I mean, if Phoenix does win, then he just needs to win two tournaments to become well, and the world title actually to become a Grand Slam champion. Uh -huh. But of course, that brings us to the world title, and that brings us to money maker Chris Durham, who is my first ever challenger for the Max Wrestling World Championship. Now, I know I've been a little ambiguous as to what side of me Chris is facing with. Uh, originally, the vote at the Maxis was for a match against the Shape. Um, but there's been many variables since then. People responded very well to the Jester, so uh, the Shape decided to rest until Promomania, which has been set for months now as the Shape versus the Phoenix. Um, and then, of course, at the Maxis, you and Travis and Moses and Amir decided to bestow the new World Championship upon me. 
Um, so Chris's, Chris's match effectively became a world title match. And that was going to be against a jester, but, you know, since I've had this title, as you, as you know, I've been cutting a couple of promos as the champion. So I think there's definitely going to be something unique about what Chris gets on Thursday from me. Of course, and dude, when it comes to Max Wrestle World Champions, who better? You know what I'm saying? But I gotta say now, we want to add something to my collection if I ever want to go after you. <laughs> no, well, it's all yeah. You do need the world title now to become a Grand Slam champion again. That's all good, man. You know what I'm saying? But still, like I said, that's one of the belts where I kind of question because it's like, yo, is your belt just because we bestowed it upon you? But not the second time, man. Whether it be my knowledge or my promo skills, I will have to go back against you, Mr. Shape, the son of a gun. Non-title promo of the year, mofo. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. No, man, when it comes to you, like you're, you've been killing it with your various gimmicks, with your various personalities. You have that it factor about you. And you've always had that it factor about you, Daz. So I, I really got nothing bad to say about you. I got nothing but love. But when it comes to moneymaker Chris Durham, man, this dude is on the rise. I mean, for the God's sake, man, one of the Promo Bowl champions, since his debut, he's made a, you know, he's made a lot of noise. And then you look at the fact that what he's been doing, like, yo, he's your first challenger. He's got that swag about him. He's got that persistence. And I love the fact that Chris is doing the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to the moneymaker gimmick, the bat, everything that goes into who he is and his overall essence, man, you have all the challenger on your hands. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm happy it's Chris. I would have been happy with Cypher or Daniel Crimmins too, um, because Cypher's come a hell of a long way since he debuted just over a year ago now. Crimmins has just come back into the fold with a whole new hunger for promos, and like you said, Chris Durham has just been killing it since day one. His third promo, well, actually after his second promo about he became a champion a tournament champion so man can't wait to see what 2021 brings from all three of them to be honest well man we got some exhibitions in between time you know in the meantime before we get to king of the mic over the summer yes uh, which i feel we need to keep reminding people it is exhibition season so if you want to polish those gums now's the time because there's no winners and no losers uh, in promo exhibitions, and then of course the tournament begins in July. Now, I will say this really quickly as the first ever King of the Mic winner, I will say I look forward to seeing who's going to be in King of the Mic in the summer. And depending on the situation here, because we got to talk about this, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously, before we even get into the other stuff that we got at Podcast Promo Rumble 6. 6, sir. 6. Final answer is 6. I got to say that. I gotta say this, man. The variables here. If Phoenix beats Moses, it's Phoenix in the shape. I believe. What is it? Is it title for title with the Max Wrestling World Title and the promo title being held and contested? Um. Well, I mean, if I retain at the Rumble and Phoenix wins the promo title at the Rumble, then yeah, I guess it'll be title for title. And then there's the other variable. If Moses retains, you know who his challenger is going to be. Yes, which is just crazy because this match was set up uh, a year ago. At the last Pomo Mania, and uh, it was just supposed to be an exhibition. Now, so many things have changed since then. Mil- Moses is promo champion, and you you already have a match booked against him, so it would become a promo title match if Moses is still the champion. Now, I just want to say I did not think about booking a title match for myself. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you were semi-retired. 
Yeah, but hey, man, I mean, there's history right there, man. You know what that means, right? If I somehow can muster up, and you know me, man, I go balls to the wall with what I do. If I can somehow muster it up and win, you know what that makes me, right? That makes you the first ever two-time promo champion. There you go, bro. If, uh, if you look on the statistics on the website for the promo championship and for most reigns, it's just all title holders, which is one. Yeah. Hey, we all stay consistent with them, you know what I'm saying? Except for that guy that we don't want to talk about. Well, yeah. This this is the thing with the promo title, though. Everybody kind of wins it, it elevates them, and then it's somebody else's time, so nobody's really chased it down again to become a two-time champion, apart from Travis, maybe. Hey, uh, Travis is pretty relentless up until the promo bolt. True. But I will say this, man. I've never had a rematch as well for the promo championship, man. So, hey, this gives me that hunger. And it I mean, also gives him this hunger. I, th- I think Travis is the only former champion to get a rematch. Amir I didn't get a rematch. Um, nope. The Demoness, we haven't uh, had in promo competition since she lost the title. She's uh, taken a little hiatus. So, yeah. Good time. Well, let me tell you something about Travi, man. And I'm not talking about the dude from Gym Class Heroes, Travi. I'm talking about Mr. Travis the Walker Anderson. One of those guys, man, who's always so doggone persistent, but he's so, so, so dedicated to the promo championship. And that's what I got to love and respect about him, man, because he's always on the grind, looking for different ways to exude and accentuate his skills on the promo side of things. So you got to give him love and respect to that. And that's why I love what uh, Travis and I did in our feud, and just Travis in general when it comes to the promo championship element. And now that boy's looking to go for the Iron Bank contract at Promo Mania. My, oh, my, have the tables have turned. Dude's studying. <laughs> that knowledge game going, you know? Yeah, this is another thing about Travis is, uh, although he's hungry for the promo championship again, um, I mean, you can't blame him. He is, unfortunately, the longest, the shortest reigning promo champion. Um, officially, because Moses is still champion. Travis isn't just about the title. He just loves having promo bouts with people to elevate other people because Travis wants everybody to be at their best, as we all do. Exactly. Um, but the interesting thing about King of the Mike this year is whose year it's going to be because last year it was Moses' year. He won the King of the Mike and then he won the Promo Bowl the year before that. You won the first King of the Mike and then you won the Promo Climax. So it, it seems to be whoever's year it is wins both tournaments. That's kind of the tradition so far. Exactly. And I think from both of our stands, there's a lot of similarities between myself and Mr. Moses Marquez, which will be showcased at Promo Mania. So for us, I mean, it's just we're on the grind. You know, it is the grind never stops. And you want to prove to everybody why you're not just a flash in the pan, why you are not defined by our percentage, why you're not defined by such and such. But so it's one of those things, man, where, you know, you got we're about shutting people up. And that's what we do. And that's why the title of the poster so eloquently is do we have everybody's attention now, which, hey. If you're not going to be having anybody's attention, you got to look at Larkin and Marquez here because we're going to make you pay attention to us. Phoenix and The Shape are going to make you pay attention to them. So it's really everybody's you know, time. It's everybody in for the taking when it comes into Promo Mania season. Yeah, and of course, speaking of Promo Mania, we now know the dates for the next three Promo Manias thanks to WWE's announcement. Yes. <laughs> Hey, man, I'll be honest with you. I'm excited because this year's Promo Mania is a couple days before my birthday, so I'm all about it. Yeah, again, thanks to WWE for pushing it back two weeks. 
Thank God, because when I'm looking at March 25th, I'm like, that's enough time, but still, man, March 25th, all right, yeah. Uh, I think it's March the next two years, but every time I look at it, I'm like, Mania doesn't belong in March. It belongs it's in always April. been an April, it's always been an April event, but I remember going to WrestleMania 20 when it was March 20th, I'm like, this don't feel yeah. right. Um, the other one I remember, uh, WrestleMania 15, I believe was March 28th, when Stone Cold beat The Rock. Yes, where he only, he didn't have his, he just had the trunks and the shirt, yep. Yes, yes, because he uh, forgot his his vest. (laughs) (laughs) He's ready to raise hell, what? (laughs) Singlet, what? Tights, what? What? Oh, man, I love that match so much. Me too. Okay, so people, make sure you click subscribe or follow, like and share. Do not miss Podcast Promo Rumble 6 this Thursday. We are on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, CastBox. Yes, Bizox. It's too early for me to yell. Yes, And now to end the show, it is Cypher versus Daniel Crimmins, plus a preview of the opening video for the Rumble, hosted by A.T. Rustler. Hell yeah, bitch. Uh, We will see you Thursday. Goodbye, and good night. Travis and Moses suck. Billy Kay and Platt is excellence. Yeah. attention that Daniel Crimmins wants to face me again which I have no problem with that at all it's just gonna be the same result again I'll give DC credit he stepped to me like a man when I put the challenge out and I can I can respect that but I already know what everything DC is going to say now. He's going to tell me that I've never been on any big shows, that I'm all hype and all talk. I came close to winning the belt and choked. I already know what DC is going to say about me. But what I can say about DC is, well, your win-loss streak ain't really that impressive. I mean... You got more losses than wins. Um, Mike Larkin done spanked that ass twice now, or three times. How many times y'all gonna go at it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why Daniel Clemens won't wants me so bad now. Like. I guess he saw the opportunity to see if he can dethrone me or see if I still got it with the promos because I don't really advertise myself. Well, this is an advertiser and a spoiler. Daniel Crimmins, I'm about to hand you your second loss. And after that, if you're still hungry and you want thirds, well, the all-you-can-eat buffet is open, baby. Now, that being said, I ain't really really been a vocal person. I'm more in the back, hanging out with uh, myself and, you know, 
me and I. So, you know, woo. See? One of my personalities tried to take the phone away from me. Stop that. But, you know, Daniel Kremlin thinks he's going to beat me in this promo, but you're not. I hate to tell you. See, what you're seeing is the everyday life of a regular man. Corey, which is me. I laid the rest, Flex Luther, see the cipher. He's not very active, so you're getting the real me. The me that you don't want. Because the real me... He's a nice guy, but he don't take no shit, neither. So, Daniel Crimmins, this is your final warning. If you try this shit again, well, I won't be so nice next time. Later, sweetheart. consider a friend. I see a guy who has so much potential and is so good he doesn't even realize how good he is. And I saw that last time. I still see it now. You don't realize how good you are. You know, there is no reason why you shouldn't be in title contention. I'd much rather see you than other people get 50 million chances. But hey, what are you going to do? That's beside the point. You know, you came a long way Over the summer, you know, you, uh, 
and even promo series and all that, you, you came a long way. And I'm beyond impressed. You and I have talked about it. I've told you how good I think you are. But, you know, unlike some people, you don't get all down and out and defeated and complain when you don't win. But let me tell you something you already know. This world of ours, it ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a cold and rough place that will beat you down if you let it. But you, my dear friend, are one of the greats. You are so close. I want to see you, instead of just saying, I want I, I want about somebody, anybody. Call somebody out. Look at the names. You know, look down the list of who's, who's available. There's a lot of names. But I look at you, Corey, and I see how, how good you are. Don't take no for an answer. I wouldn't I would love to see you in King of the Mike. I wanna see you winning the thing. Because I think you got it. Who knows? Future promo champion maybe? We shall see. But I think you're good. And I, I can't cut a mean, angry promo against you. I can't shoot on you. Because I like you. You're a good guy. What I will say is you need to be, you need to stop being so fucking nice. You know, you used to say, this is my plate, I'm hungry, I'm not going to let anybody eat off my plate. Well, get back in the game, get hungry, get angry. Be that big dog in the yard that doesn't let anybody come near what's his. You want it? Go take it. Don't let anybody else come in and take from you and take what's yours. Stop talking about it and be about it. And I think it'll be yours. And I guarantee that by the time this year is out, you, Corey Coulter, a.k.a. Cypher, whatever you want to call yourself, you will be the reigning, defending, undisputed promo champion by December 31st, 2021, before that ball drops and it switches over to 2022. You will be promo champion by the time this year is up.
And to quote one of the greatest wrestling minds, that, my friends, is not a prediction. That is a spoiler. But I want to turn my attention now to the next challenge. We are entering the next phase of competitions. We got a little bit of time. So this is exhibition time. And it got me thinking, nope, nobody's doing anything. Everyone's just sort of sitting around. And it got me thinking. I'm not doing any of the tournaments anymore. Don't feel need to it. But then, you know, I thought, who can I challenge? Maybe I challenge Moses. Maybe I decide to challenge Travis again. Nah. Not yet. Moses, you and I will do the dance again. Eventually. And I thought, I faced Mike. I faced Moses. I faced Travis. One person I have yet to face. And this person wants to say that exhibitions are open. Well, I say, hey, let's do it. I am issuing a challenge. To the captain. I'm issuing the challenge to you, Dazzy. Whether it's you, one of your other characters, doesn't matter. You've been challenged. You gonna accept? Gap-toothed heathens, my name is A.T. Rustler, and I'm going to show you something that'll keep you entertained for hours. Here, put these on. Wow! I got Max Wrestling. I got a pink Mo shirt. He's the only pink I serve. If you think that's cool, wait until you see this, brother. It's podcast, promo, rumble, six. Let me tell you something, brother. When Daniel Krim and the Cypher get cooking, they're really gonna mix it up. <laughs> Eve was in my ex, brother, when the Phoenix defends his knowledge title against Alex Dorio and Ella J. Phoenix fans rise from their asses to go vote for him? Or will King Mo kick Phoenix in his donut hole? Mmm, so good, brother!
getting in shape. I don't clown around. But if you're into clowns, do you really gonna enjoy Chris Durham versus the Jester? To all you little ugly boys and girls out there, strap your seatbelts on tight because it's time for a podcast promo rumble six.